0: A lot of like the growth over the past few years has been like letting go of like what other people perceive me to be. Mm. And so even when it comes to like podcasting and career, like I really try to like block out what other people say to me. Mm. And so they'll like say nice things to me. Like I'll take that in. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that because like one of the guests I had on recently, I had him on previously. So I had him on about a year ago and then he came on again recently. And he was like, oh wow, like you have like really improved. Like I can tell like your brain is working in certain ways. Like you call back to certain things. I even forgot we were talking about. Like you've gotten really good at this. And so I think like slowly but surely I'm finding confidence in my effort more Mm. than like the outcome.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Peter, our co-host Mario has gone on vacation. But we have a special guest, Hannah, on the show today. Give her a special (laughs) (laughs) shout-out. Welcome to Guys That Listen.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I'm Hannah. Some people know me as Hannah Cat because, honestly, there are just way too many Hannah Lees. And so, yeah, Hannah Cat. And I am the host of Brogoogie Pod. And so, yeah, essentially on the podcast, we talk about dating and relationships, navigating your 20s, and really just, like, straddling that line between Asian and American. Mm. Um, But, yeah, we keep things lighthearted. We can also, like, get super serious. But I think for the most part, like, I just, like, want to know, like, what people are thinking, like, why. And I know, Peter, like, you've said, like, you're a very curious person, and I think I'm, like, the exact same way. So I'm just like, oh, let's just dig. Let's just dig a little deeper. I guess
1: we're doing that this episode. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, yeah, I'm super excited. Um, And, yeah, I, like, pretty much grew up in LA and have been doing the podcast for three years and so that's the main gig right now. So
1: how did that start?
0: Honestly it was just kind of like I've always loved talking and it felt like a magical moment where I was like oh if I can like talk for a living I think like (laughs) like that is like goals and then also like in college I like studied film and whatnot Mm. and so it kind of felt like with podcasting like all of my like past interests like kind of converged into this one thing and like I like can't I'm gonna use the corniest description ever but it was literally like magical like I was like whoa like this is crazy and so yeah I've just like continued and it's been like great just like meeting new people like you other podcast hosts as well as like people in our community and so yeah it's been super
1: fun nice was there a podcast moment because for me there was like a oh this makes sense for me to start a podcast because I'm sure a lot of people start podcasts this way. (laughs) One drunken night, a couple of good conversations, and we're like, wow, we're a lot closer after this.
0: Wait, yeah. I will say, like, even friends I've had for, like, 15 years, like, they've come on the podcast, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm learning something new about you. And it wouldn't Mm -hmm. have happened had we not, like, decided to record and, like, be super intentional or whatever. And so, yeah, I definitely think, like, there have been, like, Maybe not one moment but multiple moments where I'm like, okay, everything feels like it's like clicked.
1: So I I think I know why, but I'm gonna ask you anyways. Yeah. Like why Bulgogi podcast?
0: Oh. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna be transparent. <laughs> Literally it was our placeholder name. Oh. Like I was me and like my my previous co host were thinking about like what should we call this and I was like, Oh, I think like kurugoki is funny like Mm. i literally think it's like like i don't know i have like a weird sense of humor so like (laughs) that's really funny and then eventually like all the other names that we went through just like there was another podcast called it or like Mm. it didn't stick or we kind of like market researched amongst our friends and we're like oh what do you think about this and they're like i don't understand it (laughs) so i was like okay and then Me and my sister, right, we have, like, very similar humor. And she was, like, I honestly really like Prugoki," And I was, like, hmm. (laughs) I'm kind of sick of, like, thinking about names. And so I brought it up to my co-host. And she was, like, I'm down. And, like, so far it's been, like, very memorable, I think, to people. But then, of course, like... Some people have like a hard time pronouncing it. So we're gonna we gotta work on that. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully
1: not the Asians, but yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, I mean it's still Asians here and there. I get really? some like bulgogies, mm. So I'm like, okay, I don't know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So yeah.
1: how do you figure out what topics you were going to touch base on?
0: I think for the most part, like these are just kind of the conversations I have with my friends. Mm. And so like very much like, I'm an open book with my friends, like, I'm super vulnerable, and I don't, I, like, don't mind that, and then I think, like, in the most recent years, a lot of, like, the things, the new things that have been brought up are, like, my dating stories, (laughs) and so it's, like, it kind of went from, like, me recording, me and my, like, eight other girlfriends we have like a little Instagram group chat and after every single date I would like literally be in my car and I would do like a debrief like I literally every single detail and so I just have like changed formats and like now that's what you guys get on the podcast it's just my date my dating you know escapades because it's been an interesting few years is
1: that I've never heard that yeah a group chat where girls talk about their dating life I actually i'm just gonna talk about it from a guy's perspective <laughs> okay,
0: yeah yeah how does it go like post date
1: like, i feel like a lot of times and just to give you some like background i don't really go on dates too much like oh, almost okay. ever most of my relationships formed through just being friends okay so it's very rare i think i've only been on one like official date in my life
0: oh really yeah and so how do you go from like being friends to like maybe going on a date like is it like established or is it kind of like oh let's like hang out
1: it's almost like not even a date when those things happen uh-huh. like as far as like those relationships i was in it's just being friends and then hang out and then no one shows up but you t- you guys you know or you or there's like a specific plan where it's like oh it's just supposed to be for you guys because you guys have a common interest that no one else has oh
0: and then it
1: just kind of builds from there really
0: oh okay okay yeah But you don't has has there ever been like maybe a situation where you were interested like prior to being friends Mm. and then like and then you guys started dating or is it always just friends first?
1: So there was one and this one is my the longest relationship, which was 10 years. And that was that's kind of funny story, because initially it started in middle school and <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where you don't really count it as like a relationship but okay. in middle school I kind of have I had like a transformation oh so I was like a in seventh grade I was that nerdy kid with a bowl cut with like a polo and like short shorts you know followed school uniform uh-huh. you know what I mean yeah like every standard Asian kid in school and then uh, I had met some of I guess you know the, like the bad kids in school oh, okay. that happened to uh, Lived in my same neighborhood, and we became friends. And he was the kid that had all the attention. You know, like all the girls came up to him, and oh. he was like, "Peter, like, you kind of look like a dork. I, 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 we need to give you transformation." You know? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So I went from bowl cut to like spiky hair, and this is way back, so you can imagine it's. It was a trend during that time super baggy cargo pants that was like down to my knees.
0: Oh, duh. Yeah. What socks were you wearing? Oh,
1: the long socks, (laughs) (laughs) you already know. So no skin. Yeah, no skin whatsoever. (laughs) Like baby blue t-shirt and stuff like that. And Uh the long Honda belt with like the the emblem. Uh Yeah, uh yeah, yeah. yeah. uh And then eighth grade came and it was just like my life had changed. It It was so weird because all I cared about probably was playing video games being at home not really doing too much you know and in eighth grade it was all the kids that knew me from my class was like is that peter like that's right he looks different
0: right and
1: then i would get attention from other people that i didn't know and my ex at the time well kind of you know so-called ex was interested i guess so people would come to me oh she thinks you're cute and i didn't know how to approach one at all i still don't to be honest <laughs> <laughs> and uh she's you know there. She would send her friend and be like, oh, you should talk to my friend. She thinks you're really cute.
0: okay. So
1: then I asked her out without even really knowing her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, would you like to be on my girlfriend? She was like, yes. I think I ran away before she even told me yes. Okay,
0: great. And then she <laughs> called
1: me to confirm, like, did you ask me out? I was like, yeah. Yeah. So that relationship, relationship quote, unquote, lasted for like less than a week. Oh, okay. So she dumped me, I think, within like a week. We barely even talked. And then I didn't see her again. Well, I mean, we became friends through the years, kind of, oh, and yeah. I didn't really think about pursuing her again until years later, probably when I was like, probably five years later, maybe okay. six years later. So right off the bat, she already knew when we started becoming closer again, that I already thought some way of her prior because I had asked her out.
0: Oh. okay okay she's she was like oh yeah his crush for me like never left yeah he's so interested after all these years yeah oh Mm -hmm. interesting because yeah i'm like always like curious if like guys will kind of like intentionally go into friendships
1: you know there are for sure guys like that I, i i I didn't have that intention because I thought that she didn't like me because she had broken up with me the first time. So I was like, oh, we're just going to be friends. Right. Right. So that wasn't even my intention, but I have heard of dudes that will wait, you know? Right. And I'm just like, I'm also the kind of guy where I'm like, really? You There's so many people out there. Do you really have to be waiting off by the sidelines
0: Right. to, you
1: know, catch this person's attention? If they like you, they're going to like you.
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah i mean like i like have had like similar experiences like literally in middle school where Mm -hmm. like one of my like good friends like had confessed and like i didn't reciprocate but we like continued being friends throughout the years and like in my eyes like i'm like okay we're just friends and like i will forever like think that we're just friends and hopefully he's on the same page but I think he's on the same page. I think he's on the same page.
1: You don't um, know still?
0: I mean, like, we've had conversations about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm over it. But I can't, like, help but be like, oh, Ooh. if you had feelings for me once... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Lightning> <laughs> like, why has, wouldn't you like me? Yeah, lightning does strike twice sometimes, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I just, like, I think it's interesting because also I think there have, like, I have, like, other girlfriends who have had that experience of like oh I've been friends with this guy for like years and then they Mm. confessed and I kind of felt like oh maybe their like intentions weren't as pure Yeah, and I'm like oh yeah I don't know how exactly I would feel about that but in ways I also understand just Mm -hmm. because like feelings can develop like yeah. they don't have to be there from the beginning
1: yeah that's that's hard uh i think it just depends on the person i think very much mm. i'm a kind of guy where it's like if i go into something botanically it's i'm always gonna leave it like that
0: oh uh, okay okay mm-hmm.
1: the only reason why i developed into anything else for that 10-year relationship was because she kind of pushed it for it
0: oh yeah i see i see and i was very
1: shocked i was like this doesn't seem very platonic <laughs> <laughs> i'm also like, big on like concrete evidence where i don't assume anything okay. I, I leave up to them to tell me like oh i like you and i'm like oh okay so i don't know if i can interpret that any other way so i'll take that
0: oh yeah so then would you say like a majority of the girls that you've like been in relationships with they like confess first or like pursued it first
1: i wouldn't even say they would like confess first most of the time it's they would say things where even i would feel (laughs) kind of (laughs) uncomfortable you know like 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 the most common one i don't know why but i I travel like a decent amount Mm. and i'll get people that you know they're my friends but we're not super close or anything and they would be like oh take me to travel with you I'm like you barely know me i could be a serial killer you know like that's kind of crazy that you'd be willing to like go on like a two-week trip a month trip with like a stranger
0: okay yeah yeah yeah. that's a little forward. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: and then it would just carry on from there i
0: see yeah because like i don't know i think like i'm not shy Mm. in a lot of aspects but i do think like when it comes to like anything romantic like i get so shy (laughs) really Especially, like, when we're, like, out, right? Like, me and my friends will go out and, like, I'll be, like, oh, like, that guy's cute. And I always regret saying something to them (laughs) because they'll literally start shoving me, like, towards him. And I'm, like, I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) I don't know how to, like, approach or, like, be normal and start a normal conversation when, like, I have already established, like, oh, I'm, like, interested. Or, like, Mm. hmm, that person seems...
1: Have you ever made the first move?
0: So I think when it comes to like literally in the wild, right? Mm. Like through mutual friends, all of that, like I will kind of like talk to the person if we have mutual friends, but with complete strangers, like absolutely not. Mm. Like I am, I like, I run, like I'm literally like, (laughs) I can't do this.
1: Well, if they approach you,
0: if they approach me, then yeah, great.
1: And you're confident at that point.
0: Yeah. Then I'm fine because it's (laughs) like, okay, like. Right, I have, like, a little bit of, like, knowledge of, like, where they stand. Like, there must be a little bit of interest. Mm. But I guess, like, thinking about it, like, literally right now, maybe it's, like, I'm, like, afraid of rejection. Mm. You know? Like, I don't want to, (laughs) like, approach them and then, like, literally in front of everyone, like, all their friends, all my friends. Like, you know, like, start the conversation and then... I'm like, okay, okay, bye.
1: I feel like I might be the same way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then we're never going to be in relationships.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or the ones that you like want to approach cold, you know? Right,
0: right, right, right. Exactly. But like, what's like going through your head?
1: You know what? It's. I've talked to one of my friends who's very similar to me. He says that maybe we need to be like, feel like a connection prior. So I'm not one of those guys where. Like, if a person's attractive, Uh I know they're attractive. Okay, right. I'm like, all right, she's, you know, objectively like beautiful, but I don't feel like a connection unless we talk. So, therefore, Mm. I'm just like, oh, I could, you know, acknowledge that, but I don't feel inclined to go out of my way to like speak to her.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: I definitely like feel the same way. Oh, really? In terms of like, even like, I I do my fair share of like online dating Mm -hmm. and. I think that has been kind of like where i like maybe like have the most dates because i just like i'm like i don't i don't know if i like you until like we literally meet face to face and like Mm. i feel the vibe yeah you know like i just like even even if you ask me like what my type is like i can like generally say like oh like i would like to them to be like this i would like like these certain values but At the end of the day like there's no connection like a in real life connection and so like there's no point in texting for Mm. two weeks if like i don't know i haven't met you in person
1: so would your approach be that you guys chat as little as you guys can and then meet up as soon as possible
0: oh yes like absolutely i think like dating app 101 has been like matched with them Like, Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. And then go out with them Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Oh, wow. Because I don't... I literally am like, I don't want to talk to you if I don't know (laughs) anything about you. Yeah. And then also, right, like... I think one of my most, like, early dating experiences, we were texting so much. Like, it was, like, a couple hours, I want to say, like, for... A week and a half like it was a lot like I was like oh I need to get on my laptop onto iMessage like, <laughs> I can't I can't text on my phone and so I think like when I had first met him like I was like okay like I know so much about him and like I already feel so connected to him but it was almost like in real life my feelings had to catch up mm. to like what I had like processed like in my head and like imagined him to be yeah like it was just so easy to like make him out to this like perfect human being that he like told me he was essentially yeah Mm. um also so i saw something recently on TikTok. okay and it was like this theory that like guys start at zero and then girls start at a hundred and so what i mean by this Mm. is guys when they meet someone like girls are rated at a zero until like they like can build up to let's say like whatever 90 100 versus girls will see guys at 100 until they like prove them that they're like not as amazing oh really yeah like do you do you agree what are your thoughts on this Uh,
1: see again i'm probably the worst person to ask about this because i don't go on dates and (laughs) (laughs) it's not how i process the information but I think guys don't start at zero. I think a lot of guys start at a number because typically most guys base a lot of how they react to a person initially from their physical attraction. Mm. Yeah, so I don't think it's like a zero. I think it's... And I I would also say most guys start off with their physical attraction at a very high number or else they probably won't even see you in the first place. And then depending on how attractive you you know they find you uh-huh. it's very hard to knock those numbers down
0: oh yeah
1: I've, I've known some friends a lot of friends actually who they'll go on dates with someone who's like very attractive uh huh but I'm just like wow this person seems like a kind of like a shit person you know <laughs> But they're like, no, no, but she's at least, she, you know, the most honest answer is like, at least she's hot.
0: Oh. And you
1: hear that all the time. Really? Yeah.
0: So like guys will like take like a hot toxic girl over like the best, maybe not as hot girl.
1: I think there is a moment where let's say the toxic girl would be hard to knock off of that pillar because they find her so hot oh a girl who's less attractive but a great personality they'll have a harder time to admitting that they like this person oh yeah because i think there's also maybe especially if guys are in groups where they talk a lot about their dating lives oh right there's like a fear of being made fun of like oh you know like she's not that attractive like why are you going out there i hear that a lot too where i'm like I mean maybe this person is a great person so maybe right. that's why they like him or right. i meet them I'm like oh this person is really cool so yeah. what's wrong with that and it's only until it becomes serious where the guys kind of stop talking about it
0: okay that wait that's that's so crazy really? cuz i think girls will talk about it like from beginning to to end mm. of just like her, i don't think all girls right i don't want to generalize but like at least like me and my girlfriends like they're getting every single detail and I really try not to make, not to like leave some things out. Cause mm. I've had like some girlfriends in the past where like, we'll find out after the breakup, like how shit of a guy, mm. like he, like the guy was.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, oh, I think it just like further proves that like you knew like deep down, but like didn't want to share everything, which, yeah. right, I get like it's hard to like share things mm. where you feel like, oh, maybe I wasn't being treated in the most respectful way and whatnot. Mm. Um, But at the same time, like I think like at least like the relationship that I've built with my like close friends, it's like, oh, I should be able to share everything with also the knowledge that like you guys will view him as a whole person and not just Mm. the things I'm complaining about.
1: 100%, I agree with that. Yeah. And I kind of want to ask you to, if you don't mind, doing an example rundown of how you do that within your friend groups
0: ooh,
1: because uh, I'm hearing it you say you describe and you want to be very detail-oriented and <laughs> I feel like a lot of women are yeah guys not as much you know like uh-huh. we get a lot of things that just kind of like passes by and we're like oh act like we didn't, you know
0: I, yeah there's no I feel like with guys like sometimes there's never a follow-up it's like oh I'm dating this girl it's like oh cool yeah <laughs> combo on. exactly
1: it happens pretty fast
0: yeah yeah um okay so I will give you a real life recent okay. example. Um, and so, I have I had been seeing this guy, and our first date, like I thought, went really well, except mm. for the fact that like there were a couple things that I was like, that was a little weird. Mm. And so, the weird things were that like, so I was sitting in the booth seat. We're meeting at a coffee shop. I was sitting in the booth seat waiting for him. He was a little late, right? So he like walks in. He's like, "I'm so sorry, I was late." Whatever, and I was like, "Oh, it's fine. Like, I know where you're coming from. Like, I know there's traffic." Mm. So we go up, order, and we like go back to sit down. And like, he takes the booth seat after I had been sitting there. And so I was just like, "Oh, let me not be so nitpicky." <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just like tend to pick up on those things. Mm. Um, it's not a gigantic deal to me, but like, right, I'm making a little mental note. Yeah, um, and so conversation moves on and like I find out we have like a ton in common like there's definitely like that vibe that I talked about earlier there um and we eventually like continue the date and I noticed like he was like okay like you know like I'll see you for the next date like doesn't walk me to my car Mm. so I was like hmm another mental no and you're in LA I'm in Los Angeles oh yeah
1: it's yeah you should definitely be walking every female (laughs) friend or date to their car for right,
0: sure right and so right for a little bit of context like I have a lot of like guy friends whatever like we've been close for like 10-15 years mm-hmm. and even those friends like they will walk me to my car no matter what no questions asked and so I've just like gotten used to that but also like it's Los Angeles like just because it's daytime doesn't mean that like mm-hmm. <laughs> the outside is safe yeah. you know and so I was like okay mental notes whatever and so because like I felt like we our energies like really matched and whatever I was like okay like Mm. I'm willing to go out on a second date with this guy and so second date so cute like he literally was like oh like let's go like look at the Christmas lights um like we can like walk around like do hot chocolate that whole thing and like I'm literally like I like love a K-drama. I like love like a little like hopeless romantic moment, like background music playing in the background in my head. Everything's in (laughs) slow-mo. And so I was like, oh my God, Christmas light's so cute. And so um, we go, he like picks me up. He doesn't get out of his car, which is like, okay, I feel like that's like a little bit more advanced, Mm. right? Um, And then like we go see the lights, everything's great. And like, as we we're like coming back he's like talking about tacos and i'm like oh my favorite truck like let's go and so we go to the taco truck um we order and we're like eating on the back of his car um and i like pretty much finish all my food and my roommate's like oh my god are you at like our favorite taco truck and i was like yeah and she, i was like do you want anything and she was like oh, of course and so I'm like, okay, like, I'll be right back. I'm going to order. And so I order, come back, finish my food, and he's still eating. And, like, I'm done with my food. Our, my roommate's tacos are ready. And so I go pick them up, and he's, like, walking to the trash can with his trash, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, thank you, right? He's throwing me in my trash. And then, literally, <laughs> he's like, oh, what? And, like, I look at the back of his car, and my trash is still on the back of his car. And so I was I was shocked. I literally couldn't even hide it. I was just like, oh, I thought you were... And then, like, so I grabbed my trash, and I'm walking towards the trash can. And he just took it and threw it away from me. But, like, it, like, took me literally being surprised in front of him for him to, like, do the thing.
1: Yeah, like, he could tell. Right? Like,
0: yeah. And so, like... I saw him a couple more times and I really like couldn't get past like just like the general I don't I don't know what to call it like I don't know if it's being considerate mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like being gentlemanly or like just like thoughtful in general because like I don't want to like take these like quote small things and like blow them out to be like oh you're an inconsiderate, like, thoughtless person. Like, I'm not saying that at all, but it's more so, like, hmm, like, but, like, are you thinking about me? You know? Yeah. So, like, do you think these things are ingrained? Like, do you think, like...
1: I think that sounds like a person who's either not been on a lot of dates or Mm -hmm. a person who's never been in a relationship that's like that.
0: Ah. I feel
1: like I learned a lot of my manners from my mom specifically okay and she's always you know like oh yeah be a gentleman but i've learned most of my marriage that have been ingrained in me through my significant others oh because i think what happens is you know me being a person who's always dating for a very long time Uh uh-huh those things come out okay eventually it's like oh i don't like when you do this i don't like it when you do that i think initially those things get let go so you know like right he didn't realize it until you made that expression right yeah imagine if he's a guy who never gets past the first date he probably would have never even gotten that expression
0: that's true so
1: therefore it's his actions are almost like reinforced like oh they no one has really problem with me doing that
0: oh okay and so like with like your let's say like your ex-girlfriends like how are they like? Kind of like training you. Like, are they literally just- <laughs> training. That's yeah. strong, how are they training? That's a strong. That's a strong
1: word. Training, uh, but it is
0: it is training in a sense. Yeah, right? yeah, it
1: is. I can see that. I can see that. I would like to use a different word, but yeah, training. Are I'll are take it for what it is. <laughs> how How are they taming you?
0: Okay, so yeah, how are you? Tra- how, how are you being trained?
1: How am I being trained?
0: How are you oh being trained God. by your ex girlfriends?
1: As with any kind of training, repetition is key. So it's never just like a one-time thing, you know.
0: She's really like Pavlov's dogging you. Mm -hmm. Definitely, (laughs) definitely. Yeah,
1: all of them are like that. Uh So, yeah, I think repetition is one way. I think also, a lot of my exes have been very gentle. Mm -hmm. They're very like they don't yell, you know. They're very soft-spoken most of the time, and I think when their demeanor changes, it almost feels like I'm in trouble. So. When it's something I'm not... You know, it's never anything crazy, but it'll be like, can you stop shaking your leg?
0: Uh, oh, like, I see.
1: Okay, I guess I should stop shaking my leg. Mm. So things like that. But now that you mention it, I don't know what things are ingrained in me due to them training me. Right. Or if it's just something that i like, picked up you know, through oh, really? dating people.
0: Oh, I see, I see.
1: Because hmm. what's a thing that you would train your significant other on?
0: Well, with this guy... I think my biggest question was, like, I had two big questions.
1: Mm.
0: Like, is he trainable? And also, am I willing to train him? Mm. Because I think, like, right, there are certain things that, like, probably bother me that, like, hasn't bothered their, like, previous significant others. And so, like, that stuff, like, will, will need to be communicated. But I think there are some things where it was, like, oh, I have a feeling or an inkling that, like, this probably bothered the the past significant others but like maybe they just had never Mm. communicated it or didn't feel comfortable or safe because i also think right like up till like date i i saw him for like a month like we went on like six days or something and so on the fifth date i actually communicated like oh like i would just kind of like like you to be a little bit more gentlemanly but like I, for the longest time, I was like, I don't know how to word this. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to, like, bring this up. Because we're not at the level where I could just go, stop shaking your leg. Right? And so, like, and I'm also, like, generally, especially in a relationship, like, more gentle. Like, Mm. I'm not, like, a screaming match. Like, honestly, I'm more on the side of, like, I won't say anything. And so I also need to, I know I need to, like, work on that. Like, I think my big 2024, like relationship goal is like just to be more communicative Mm. because I'm like a huge believer in like it's not it's not their problem until you communicate it with them. You know, like I am not gonna assume that you like know certain things. So like I was really trying my best to communicate but I was like, I don't know if I did that well. (laughs) How'd you do it? I I literally was just like, Oh, I don't know, like I don't know how to bring this up, so I'm just gonna bring it up and he was like, Oh okay and <laughs> i was like um i think i would like you to be like a little bit more gentlemanly like here and there like you don't need to open every door like i think it's just like like walking me to my car and like just like generally thinking about me mm. and like i just like don't know if like i got the point across cuz i wasn't going to go like oh you didn't throw away my trash at the taco truck yeah. like oh you sat in the booth seat twice like oh you bo- you know I'm not gonna do that yeah you
1: want to bring back the past <laughs> right. like, you want to talk about because I'm very similar it takes me a couple times before I talk about something that maybe peeved about oh because I'm trying to track if it's actually a habit. Or if it's just an off day.
0: Right, right. Because sometimes that happens. Yeah, for sure. But if it
1: happens like four or five times, I'm like, okay, this is a habit.
0: Yeah, this is a thing. But (laughs) I
1: actually do remember one time where one of my exes did something where I now am very cognizant of it. Okay. Which is, there was a moment where my relationship was on and off. Okay. So I would hang out with my ex still and I wouldn't introduce her to people.
0: Aww. They say I'm out.
1: I'm like, hey, what's up, Brandon? Like, I would just talk and like, oh, good to you. And I would just walk off.
0: And she's like literally next to you.
1: Yeah. I remember she told me specifically, like, oh, how come you didn't introduce me? And like, I felt like I wasn't even there. And I said, because we're in this weird taboo spot where we're not together, but we're exes. Right. But we're talking. So I didn't know how to introduce you. Like, are you my, am I going to be like, oh, here's my, me my ex, you know? Here's my
0: on and off girlfriend. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) But then, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I I need to say something. So even with my last ex, like we dated for, I think, four or five months before we became official. Okay. I know that's kind of weird to people now because everyone was like, what do you mean you became official after dating that long? Like, you guys are a boyfriend, girlfriend. And to me, the way I do it is like, I need consent right I need confirmation right like until I ask you you're not my girlfriend oh
0: uh, you know? okay even though
1: we've been dating for a while but it's like yeah we might see things differently and I just want to confirm right yeah so while I was dating here for the first four or five months I would say look <laughs> you know, because I can't really place a title on it, I would say, Oh, this is my girl.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just
1: be wary of it. I'm like, Okay. You know, like I acknowledge that you're here and you're someone to me,
0: uh-huh. but
1: I don't want to call you my girlfriend. Because, you know, I'm sure that happens too, where someone calls the other person, Oh, this is my boyfriend, or my girlfriend. And they've never talked to him, and They're shocked. They're like, Oh, like, what are oh, you we're, talking about? We're, we're at that level now. Right. Yeah. Because
0: I do think, like, still people are very much split on like do you need to officially ask like the other person to be in a relationship yeah in order to be like a girlfriend or boyfriend and And what do you think i i believe in the official ask Mm. like i need to be because up until that point like i don't know i don't want i don't want to assume because there are so many times where like it's like oh like right situationship vibes where sometimes (laughs) like i don't even know what they want and so I think there always has to be a conversation of like what are you looking for? Mm. And when I say like what are you looking for? Not necessarily with me. It's mm. literally in general. Like I want to know those big picture things of like do you want to be in a serious relationship with somebody, the right person? Or are you like in a stage of your life where like you know it's just casual? Like I, So mm. I think an intentions question or intentions conversation first and foremost and then after having that and like continuing to getting continuing getting to know each other then comes the okay Mm. what are we doing like what are we specifically doing yeah like would you like to be in a relationship or like do you still need more time um and so yeah i think yeah, yeah. you need to officially ask me to be your girlfriend.
1: I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. I've seen so many relationships get really messy because people are either... Because a lot of the guys I know, it's it's always the guys asking, mm-hmm. typically, mm-hmm. right? Because I've, I've heard it a lot from my friends or girls or women. They would say, like, oh, I'm not going to ask him. He's going to ask me. Right. You know? <laughs> and then it doesn't happen. And then they're in this weird state of flux where like, why didn't they like me enough to do it, you know like because it becomes like a stalemate at a certain point, right. certain guys they're definitely very capable of just asking you right away right. after a second or you know third date, super easy, right, but it's very rare, like do you have a rule of thumb after a certain how many dates are you like okay,
0: so something needs to happen I don't have like I need to be asked by this date or like I need to know what's going on hmm. by date four. I don't have that just because like. I think people open up at different speeds yeah. and, like, levels. Um, but I do find that, like, in the past, I used to run extremely anxious mm. in terms of, like, dating. Like, it was always, like, oh, does he like me? Like, is he even looking for anything, like, serious? Because I tend to be more on the serious side. Mm. Um, I don't really, like, do casual dating, at least in this stage of my life. Um And so I want to be able to see a future with them. And so um, I think, like, with all that anxiety, like, I I would always be, like, after every single date, like, I need to decide if I like him or not. I need to decide. Like, I was always, like, what is he looking for? What do I look? What am I looking for? Like, it was just, like, it was too much. (laughs) Honestly, like, way too much. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. And so, like, after all of that, like, energy expenditure, I think, like, I have just, like, calmed down. I'm, like, let's just look at the date for what it is and, like, did I enjoy my, like, spending time with this person? Mm. Would I like to see them again? Because I think, like, another thing maybe you relate to, maybe you don't, is, like, a lot of times I can't distinguish between, like, if I like a person, this is going to sound bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or your...
0: if I, like, like the attention. Because oh. I think, right, like, as humans it's a very natural thing to like want attention mm-hmm. from like a potential significant a potential romantic partner let's yeah. say and so that's where like my a lot of my questions come in cuz i'm like okay do i actually like them maybe are they like just really good on paper but we don't like vibe in person and so like i'm still a little in my head and i'm still like working through like all those feelings mm. And so, yeah, I mean, like, what do you think?
1: Wow, that's actually very well thought out. As far as my own approach, I <laughs> I just think about, like, are they good for me or not at the time being? Okay. And that means in ways where it's like, am I happy with this person? Do I enjoy them being around? Is there a sense of, like, attraction? Okay. <laughs> and then that'll let me know. But it's usually pretty early on because you know right away they're already my friends so I already have that like we get along you know Uh uh then it's more like is there an attraction that's usually the second question because you know it's weird because yeah a lot of my friends who are females they're just in the friend zone you know I'm just like we're strictly just friends right? so I gotta see them in a different light somehow and that only happens as like I'm willing to pay attention it's really easy for me to turn my blinders on and not focus on that aspect of them at all
0: right uh, yeah right right right
1: yeah so it takes a little bit but after that where i'm like am i attracted to this person like i know they're attractive and but am not- i attracted right right right. and then i'll be like oh yeah actually I- <laughs> this is kind of dumb but like just kind of go back to like a past relationship like one of my exes i you know once we became friends i didn't look at her in that way at all and then When we got into relationship, I was like, "Wow, she has a big butt. Like, how did I not notice that? You know, it's just that's just how I am. Where like I'm not because I don't want to be those guys where I'm like, you know, like, oh crap, like I'm looking, checking them out because I'm like, oh, you're my friend, so I'm not going to do that. Exactly, that's weird. And only until like I start questioning that, like, oh, am I attracted? I'm like, oh, wow, she has all these features that I never really paid attention to.
0: Oh, whoa, yeah, that's interesting because like I think for me." once one of my guy friends is in the friend zone like he's pretty hard in the friend zone really? <laughs> yeah has
1: anyone ever gone out
0: no i actually like there's never been a friends to lovers trope in wow. my life yeah wow. i do think like in a lot of ways like i feel like maybe i might find my partner that way hmm. but like a lot of my friends i swear are like brothers to me hmm. um because i think a lot of times like there are just like certain I don't I don't even know how to describe it like there's there's one thing that like one thing about um, when I like start talking heavily about relationships with like a guy it's almost like I'm friend zoning them or like if a guy starts talking to me about his like you know girls that he's talking to I feel friend zoned. Ah. and so like i think with a lot of my guy friends like i'll just kind of like be like i don't understand what's going on with this dude like can you like (laughs) can you play translator because like i don't think this way and so it's almost like barriers have been like created
1: oh that makes sense though yeah i do know certain people who will talk about their past relationships with the person that are currently interested in in Uh. them Uh, that does happen too and I've noticed that they they do it because, in a way, they want them to learn more about their past experiences, right? And you know, kind of tell them like, oh, this is what I look for in a person, or right. this is what I feel annoyed by, or this is how I feel comforted.
0: Mm. Mm. So, in that way, I think that's good because it's like it's focusing on like what you learned or yeah. like what, like, can it be applied to future relationships? Mm-hmm. But I've definitely had like experiences where I'm like. I just know too much really? like, yeah with, with like one of my exes like it was literally like I know way too much almost to the point where like I feel like it, it was like building an unhealthy relationship mm. within me of like oh I literally know her name now like I don't need to know her full name yeah. like who why did you share that
1: <laughs> yeah that, that does happen though I'm not sure well do you have an idea of why he shared it
0: i think he just didn't know which is like so it's excuse. like i'm like it's fine yeah it's just sometimes it's like you can't go back on the information that you shared
1: no you can't yeah it's funny because the reason why i'm bringing that up is because i in all my relationships they love to dig and they love to pry and Uh i'm the kind of guy where i'm like i don't really want to talk about this with you because it feels uncomfortable and i feel like especially if you know the person or you come across them somehow right you stalk them on social media it's just gonna open up a can of worms you know oh yeah Yeah. even
0: like to that like even the guys that i'm like matching with or like going on dates with i really i don't stalk them Mm. because like there have been too many experiences where like i will just kind of like build them up to be this person via their Instagram, which is, like, that's insane. I know that's what everyone does, but, like, I want to, like, Mm. get to know them for them. And Mm. then even, like, vice versa, I've had, like, people who have, like, found me on social media. That's fine. That's normal. But then have gone, like, a level deeper to, like, maybe, like, listen to the podcast or, like, do a little bit too much digging where I feel, like, They already have preconceived notions of who Mm. I am because I've said that on the podcast. Where maybe I've changed, maybe I've grown. Yeah. But no matter what, like, I want you to get to know that from me and through our experiences. Mm. Wow. That's
1: kind of, that's going to be kind of tough, right? Assuming that your future plans for your podcast is to grow. Oh, yeah. Because then your audience grows, the likelihood of that happening is going to grow. Like, I, I cannot speak on that because I started this podcast after I got single. Oh. Right? So I, I am not dated since. Okay. So for me, I'm, I would not know how that would affect my dating life at all. Right. But it sounds like it's kind of affected yours already.
0: Here and there. Here oh. and there. <laughs> Here and there.
1: Any good examples where you're like, hmm, how do you know that? I've always said that on the podcast.
0: Maybe no specific examples of that. Mm-hmm. But even, like, sometimes I'll depending on the date depending on the day, even I'll like meet with a person and they're like, Oh, what do you do? I'm like, Oh, I have a podcast. Um, but like, you know, just like for my sake, like I usually don't share like the name. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of like give them that spiel of like, I want you to get to know me in real life. Yeah. And like, I've had people like literally respond to like my podcast, Instagram, like stories and would be like, hey, or whatever. And I'm like, I literally, like, I set that boundary and like, you didn't respect it? Yeah. Like, I know you get curious, but like, you don't need to tell me. Like, you can find it on your own. You don't yeah. need to tell me about it, though.
1: <laughs> so, hey, I saw you on the podcast.
0: No, yeah. But other than that, it's just like, yeah, I just like share so much. And I'm like an ever-changing, like growing mm. human, human being. And so even, like, I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, if you listen back, like, six months ago, like, I probably had different dating philosophies and all of that. Um, Even, like, what I'm, like, looking for and whatnot. And so, yeah, I think it's just, like, in a way, like, if you're taking it as lightheartedly as, like, I would want you to, cool, sure. But Mm. I don't in my experiences like it hasn't been like that
1: <laughs> so my co-host mario he he's a, so i'm i've never really been on dating apps meaning i was on one day and then i deleted the app after that okay so no dates from the dating no app. no dates at all and uh but my buddy mario he's a frequent dater like he loves to go on dates and stuff like that and he he promotes the podcast on the dating apps like it says like podcast host, So. You know when he'll match with people. Certain people will be like, mm, "Are you just trying to promote your podcast?"
0: Wait, yeah. <laughs> Which
1: sometimes he he just he you know, is. is just promoting it. But I, we were talking about how funny it would be if someone who watches the podcast like becomes the person that he he paints out to be perfect due to what he says on the podcast. Oh
0: my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if like someone was like a super fan yeah, and they just it, like. They were like, oh I'm into this. Oh I'm into this. Oh I'm like this. It's just the
1: it checks off all your boxes <laughs> yeah. and you're like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> I feel like that's psychopath behavior. <laughs> that's like gongo behavior. <laughs> yeah, but but then you don't know they're following you though. So like Oh right. This, oh this perfect guy just pops up out of nowhere he checks off all the boxes right. we have so many things in common right. he I throws mean, away the trash from the back seats uh, he doesn't <laughs> take this booth seat <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely oh my gosh that is in- that's insane i would be so scared yeah. yeah 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 but like also like maybe maybe they are my perfect person if they're that obsessed with me. no i'm kidding i'm kidding. <laughs> I think, like, one of the biggest, like, social media trends, like, maybe last year, amongst, mm-hmm. like, the girlies, was, like, I want him to be obsessed with me.
1: I have heard that a couple times.
0: I I personally very much dislike it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't function like that. Because, like, there have been instances, right, where, like, I'm like, oh, okay, like, obviously I like it when people like me back, mm-hmm. you know? But... If I feel like you're putting me on a pedestal of sorts, and it almost feels like you aren't seeing me, even in all my flaws and all of that, yeah. then, like, it it's almost like, who are you in a relationship with? Like, you're in a relationship with someone you've, like, built me out to be mm-hmm. versus, yeah. like, actually me. And so I very much do not disagree subscribed to like you have to be obsessed with me though i'll say it as a joke
1: i gotta ask you why do you think that became a thing
0: oh because like my ex was like i think i felt like i was on a pedestal oh. or oh you mean the social media trend both both okay well i think like with the social media trend i think it's like in a way a lot of people are jaded with dating mm. because they just feel like there are so many options out there like if i've it if I'm dating someone and I like find one thing off, I can move on to the next so easily. Like it's literally building your perfect person, right? In ways of just like, yeah. And so it's like, okay, it's a numbers game. All of that Mm. of just like, I'm going to go on as many dates as possible until I find that person. So I think girls are kind of sick of like feeling like, just an option mm. and so if there's a guy that is like quote obsessed with them then like right their entire worldview is just, just girl. yeah and then for me specifically like i this kind of like developed because yeah i think like one of my exes like he just i think he like liked me too much maybe mm. to the point where like he wasn't like seeing me for me mm. yeah because like though i'm very terrified of, like, being judged for my flaws.
1: <laughs> you don't like being built up, but you don't like being torn down, either. Yeah,
0: Like, there has to be a... Right? It doesn't... Like, I feel like there has to be a balance. A balance, yeah. Of, like, you see me as a whole person, and, like, you're meeting me where I'm at. But, like, meeting me where I'm at is, like, also... It encompasses, like, seeing my flaws.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a hard balance to meet sometimes. I feel like I'm so... I wouldn't say, like, nitpicky, but when things bother me, it's hard for me not to bring it up.
0: Ooh. What are, like, some of the things that, like, have bothered you?
1: Ooh, okay. So. It's
0: like this and this and this. So
1: this one I was able to overlook for a little bit. And, again, this is just my opinion. If it doesn't bother other people, that's fine. Right. But I've, like, dated people who have said, yeah, I think ignorance is bliss. And I'm like, hmm. And I'm the opposite. Or okay, I want to find out everything. everything. The good and the bad, like, let me know. Because uh-huh. I don't think this world is rainbows and butterflies. I do think there's bad things that happen. You know, right. I don't want to be ignorant. To, I, I do want to know what's going on with the world. So that to me was like, oh, you rather just stay in your own bubble. Mm. And that's something that's really hard for me to ignore because I'll point out why things aren't as good as you think.
0: And it's like not one of those things where you can like accept like, We're different in this way.
1: It's really hard. I mean, I I try to. Right. But that statement is something that bleeds out to a lot of other things. It's very broad already. like
0: literally a life philosophy. Yeah. 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 Exactly.
1: So I would see certain things like um, this person would be like, oh, I have to, I got a job. I hate the fact that I have to work 15 hours a week, like three days a week, five hours a day. And Mm -hmm. I'm like. You know, like the standards is like 40 hours and people work more than that. Like your life is not that bad. You know, I would just tell them like, it's not that bad. Like just enjoy it. they're like, no, miserable. Like I hate this. I'm like, wow, that's crazy because in your world, that's terrible. Right. right? And I can't change that. And there was just things like that that would bleed out into different topics where I'm like, "Ah, I don't know what to tell you at this point. And it's making things harder because I'm the person where I'm willing to work. I'm willing to go out there and put more time in the things that I love doing, um, even the things that I don't love doing, because I have to do it.
0: Yeah, I do think like one of my big things is like complaining in general, oh. of just like I can understand that I I actually very much completely understand like problems are relative, mm-hmm. right? Like s- something that like might not be a big deal to me is probably maybe a huge deal to you. Mm-hmm but at the same time like at least being cognizant of like how the complaining is like affecting the general mood and also like even like your view on it mm. of just like not everything has to be productive but like is this being productive like yeah at least yeah. not counterproductive yeah yeah, yeah 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 for sure hmm mm. and then right i know you said like you were in like a a ten-year relationship, a four-year relationship, like, how do you feel like coming out of those things? Because I haven't dated that long-term.
1: Mm, what was the longest? About a year. Okay.
0: Yeah, and so I'm like curious, like, how you like recovered from that?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good question, actually. Yeah. Uh, so my shortest was like a year and a half. And then four years and then ten years. Well, ten years was in the middle. Four years was the most recent.
0: Uh
1: Uh-huh. And um I'm a kind of person, especially now, where I'm very okay with being by myself. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, uh, me being by myself just means that I'm not dating. Like I have friends, you know, I have a big friend group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm (laughs) not (laughs) a (laughs) loner. Me and Mario are still friends. (laughs) But uh Yeah, I I think uh, for me, getting out of those relationships, I always need a break. Yeah. So except for my one year to my 10-year relationship, that wasn't too much of a break. I think that was probably only a couple months before I got into the 10-year relationship. Oh, wow. Uh But my 10-year relationship was basically from when I was 18 to almost 28.
0: That's a lot of life. Yeah,
1: it was a lot. And it's like during those years, you know, if your Mm -hmm. life where you're going to college, you're... You're doing a lot of things, a lot of like, experimenting, learning about yourself, yeah. and just exploring, right? Yeah. And when I got out of it, so that would be my first long, long relationship, I guess. Yeah. Because that's 10 years, and that's double digits, you know? Double digits, double yeah. Double digits. <laughs> but getting out of it, I felt like I needed time alone because I didn't know who I was anymore. Oh. I had lost myself a little bit. And that's not due to it being 10 years, but just... The, specific, the specifics of that relationship. Okay. So towards, the, I want to say like the seventh year to the 10th year, I tried very hard to make her happy in ways where I would change myself.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: And I felt like I lost who I was Yeah. a little bit during that time. So I needed time to like recover. And I actually got a very good piece of advice from a friend of mine who uh, really helped me get out of that hole. So I had met a friend in college and he was probably, to me, one of the coolest guys. I was like, wow, this guy is super cool. (laughs) He was in my entrepreneur's club. He had already owned multiple businesses, like multi-millionaire, and uh, just like overall very intelligent guy and he had like a very interesting past. He used to be a pickup artist. He ran like two or three companies and uh, just straight A student, came back for his master's. I was like, why are you here when you're like so well off? He's like, I just love to learn. Aww. And that was like a cool answer. You know, right. I was like, whoa. Oh. So I asked him one day, I was like, yo, Randy, like, have you ever had your heart broken? And he was like, yeah. I asked him like, how did you get out of it? Cause I feel lost. Like, I feel like I don't know what to do right now because mm. I just got out of my 10 year relationship. And he said, well, you know, I was very fortunate to have always been myself and whatever relationship i had was like a cherry on top so my foundation was this person of me who loved business who loved beer who loved like studying and learning and the cherry on top was my relationship so by the time that my heart was broken it was just a cherry on top that was removed and i still had my foundation Mm -hmm. as a person and that allowed me to understand that i have something of worth that i have value so I didn't spend too much time on dwelling on it because I'm like, Oh, I'm just gonna continue to do me. Right. Who I am as a person. Oh. And I was like, Oh, wow. That was very powerful. So I looked inwards and I was like, What who is Peter? You know? Yeah. What am I about? Yeah. And what am I not about? What are all these things that I added on top that wasn't really me, just to please my significant other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really Looked at myself, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm this person. I like doing this. I enjoyed this. This matters a lot to me. This is very fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And I worked on those things, and it helped me get out of it. And even though I still took quite a break, I think I was single for three years. Oh, yeah. I talked to a couple people, but, again, it was was one of those things where it's like, oh, we're friends, and now we're kind of talking. But it never became anything. Yeah, other side from like you know casual dating, I guess. Right. And then uh, with my most recent relationship, it was very similar, but Mm. I already knew what to do. Oh right, it's like
0: I've been through this before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Weirdly
1: enough, it gets it gets easier.
0: Yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. that's true.
1: Yeah, I think it gets easier in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. The ten year relationship allowed me to understand when I was overextending, Mm. because in that ten year relationship, I think this has a lot to do with my psychology as a person. My parents are split up. Mm-hmm. So when I got into that 10-year relationship, I was like, I do not want my relationship to fail as my parents did. Oh. So I pushed for us to be together way longer than it needed to be. Cause, I Because I didn't want to feel that feeling of failure. Right, yeah, right. Because once you reach a certain point in your relationship, you're like, oh, we've been together for five years already. Like, why throw this away? Mm. Oh, we've been together for six. Why throw this away? And it keeps on going till so where you have to draw the line and realize – does this relationship serve you anymore right yeah
0: like is it just sunk costs like yeah
1: exactly exactly like and I don't
0: need to invest more time just because mm-hmm. I've invested this amount of time exactly yeah
1: so that's why this the four-year relationship was shorter I think younger me would probably kept it going for a lot longer
0: I don't know like I feel like that's like maybe potentially hard to like right have that entire mindset of like is it time to like let this go and Am I just holding on to the amount of years that yeah. like we've spent together? Um but yeah, thanks for because, like I've yeah. literally Yeah, I haven't been close to that.
1: <laughs> Have you ever felt um like you need to recover from a relationship?
0: Oh, for sure. Hmm. Even guys that like I wasn't like officially dating, like right, we were just like going on dates seeing each other. Yeah. Like like I had like I had to recover. Um And even with that, like, in terms of, like, pacing and feeling like, oh, I need to recover, like, more quickly. Like, I don't know, like, why I'm so, like, bothered by this because we weren't even dating. (laughs) Like, I literally can't even call it a breakup. Like, I still, like, try to give myself, like, grace. And so, like, with the most, like, recent guy I was seeing, like, I was, like, honestly, like, very upset. Um, And, like, it's funny because, like, I i can see how i went through the stages of grief so like first denial i was like this is good for me like it it wasn't meant to be anyways like i literally went to the gym like feeling myself like i did my hot girl walk like i was lifting super heavy like i really like i was like wow i'm fine like i'm better off and then like in the days like following i was just like oh I just kind of like want to like eat chocolate and cry (laughs) and so it's like funny that like I didn't think I was gonna be that affected Mm -hmm. right after it happened because I was in my super ultra confident phase but I'm like still realizing that like I have like feelings and like I'm very empathetic and I feel very deeply Mm -hmm. and like that's something I like very much love about myself and so Even, like, through these, like, hard times, like, I just have to, like, continue to give myself grace and, like, let myself feel the feelings. Because, like, I've definitely had my fair share of, like, times where, like, I've just, like, suppressed my emotions, like, been super avoidant. Like, Mm. I'm really good at being avoidant. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm actually fantastic at being (laughs) avoidant. And then, eventually, it'll kind of, like, blow up in my face. Because, like, I had been avoidant for so long that it's, like, an emotional, like, whatever mm. and so um yeah just like I think overall just like giving my, myself grace it's just like you're allowed to cry like yeah yeah even even this morning my grandma was like oh in like Korean she was like oh you have a lot you have big tears aka like you just cry a lot oh, like, really? yeah I do <laughs> oh, really? yeah um and like I think that's like something I like right growing up it was like in korean it's like urojima like don't cry Mm. but i've just started to like realize i'm like even when i do cry it's not that big of a deal um like honestly a lot of the times like my tears are because i like feel overwhelmed by the emotions Mm. rather than like the emotions of like sadness themselves
1: yeah i want to ask what what are your steps to recover? Because I know you said you did your hot girl stuff. Oh, like yeah. The gym, obviously. I think that helps everyone. I don't think there's a single person that the gym doesn't help. Right. But aside from the gym.
0: I am 100% like a proponent of no contact. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like after this, thing, this whole thing ended, like – i left our spotify blend like i deleted our text message thread like i deleted all the photos but then like a part of me knows that i'm not like completely like ready to let go because like i didn't unfollow him on instagram
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's the last straw, right there that's when you're over literally
0: the big one yeah um and like we weren't sharing locations but that would have gone too but Yeah, I didn't unfollow him on Instagram. I also didn't remove him as a follower. But just for my own sanity, I, like, muted his stories. Mm. Because I just, I'm literally, like, a baby. Like, I have, like, um, object permanence issues. Like, if you're not in front of me, I literally forget about
1: you. Yeah.
0: And so if I don't see his stories, posts, or notes on Instagram, like, I'm right out of sight out of mind yeah and so i'm like slowly building that but then oh my gosh okay literally i'm pissed off (laughs) (laughs) because like oh not even a week after it happened he like he had kind of stopped like viewing my stories which like it's bad that i was even checking (laughs) but he liked one of my stories and i was Uh like what is your issue
1: damn like
0: what do you like what do you think the message is that he's sending through his like little
1: heart i don't know i feel like it could either be petty for one just be like oh yeah just let you know i'm still around Mm -hmm. um or two it could be because he doesn't want you to forget him and maybe he noticed that you you weren't viewing (laughs) his stories and stuff like that yeah
0: okay yeah thank you (laughs) why why no no I just honestly I have a feeling it's like that he just wants to be like oh like I still like care for you as a human being it's just like we weren't each other's people but in my eyes I'm like I'm just like a little salty and it feels a little selfish that you would like keep reminding me (laughs) that you're around because I think like right like previous relationship There were definitely times where, like, right? Moment of weakness where I'm, like, oh, I want to reach out. Mm. But I was so good about not doing it because it was, like... For context, I had broken up with him, right? And so I made sure not to reach out because, like, I was, like, I don't want to disrupt his healing journey, right? Every single time an ex reaches out, you take a couple steps back. It's, like, oh, my God, I got sucked in again. And so... I thought that that was, like, the most caring thing that I could do is, like, cut things off. Almost like, like, no hope. Like, mm-hmm. I think hope is, like, right? It's a good feeling. But, like, in the context of, like, healing. A healing. It's a little detrimental. Yeah. It just feels a little selfish that he liked my Instagram story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's the thing about nowadays is, like, social media things, there's so much room for, like, misunderstanding. Like, you, you never really know. Right. I mean, you can narrow it down, but it's it's very difficult. Yeah. Like for me, very similarly, I I try to let go of everything. I try Mm -hmm. to. I I had that moment where I had to do something very similar with my ten year relationship. I was feeling like I was not quite letting go. Yeah. And I remembered the day where I felt I was letting go, and I just listened to this other podcast. It was called The Minimalists. Oh, okay. And he. They're extreme though, right? They're very extreme. I don't need to be like that, but yeah. they talked. He talked about how he like cleaned out his grandma's um, apartment after she passed away, and then like to let go of her and like this idea of her. He like, I think he threw away the pictures or something. I was like, that's pretty crazy. That's extreme. Yeah, but then I had the same thought. I remember thinking like, well, I'm thinking of this person so much, but how can I not? Someone who's been a part of my life for like a good part of ten years. I I was like, but. This is not healthy for me. Right. And I think at the time, too, she was still talking to me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to think. So one day I decided, you know, 10 years, you build a lot of memories together. I had a box full of, like, photos and letters and notes.
0: Oh.
1: And I remember thinking, like, I need to get rid of this. Right. Yeah. So I, like, took every picture and, like, I looked at it and, like, I tore it up. (gasps) Took every note, I tore it up. I threw away the box. So I thought, actually, funny enough. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll get into that a
1: little bit later. But yeah, that was when I felt like... I remember feeling a lot of relief. Like, okay, mm. I'm, like, ready to let go.
0: I, like, loved hoard photos and videos. Yeah. And so even, even my middle school relationship, like, I literally still have, like, the necklace that he gave me. Oh, like, damn. I just like to keep, like, usually, like, one... But I guess, like, a part of me still thinks, like, am I, like, just, like, that attached that I, like, want to keep it? Or is it, like, genuinely for, like, memory's sake?
1: Because you know that if it's outside, it's online. Like, if you throw it away, you never get to think of it. Ever. No,
0: yeah, exactly. But, mm. like, right? I, I also have, like, a memory box of, like, it's it's random, like, all the concerts I've been to mm. and all of that. But included in there are, like, mm. the... The, pa- the past, yeah, the past, <laughs> the faxes. past guys. Yeah, no, literally, I like found like a film strip recently and I was like, mm. oh my oh. God. Like I was like, I forgot we took that. But now I think it's like enough time has passed. or I like, I literally look back and I like laugh. I'm mm. like, I can't believe. Yeah. yeah past Hannah. Yeah. yeah. I tried
1: to think of it in a way also. I've never really had that much of an issue with it, but I'm just, I guess, being preemptive. Like I don't want to have a future significant other find it. And be like, what the hell is this? Oh,
0: okay, okay. Like you're going to get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: For me, I'd rather not explain myself. You know, Mm. like, oh. If it doesn't mean that much to me. Yeah. If it's just for laughs. Like, if it means that much to that person. I'm just going to let go of it.
0: Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Hmm. I have another question. Yeah. A little bit going this way. But, like, do you think that, like, girls have potentially been, like, hesitant to date you because of how long-term your past relationships were?
1: Uh, I don't feel... Well, that's a thing, too. I... The girls, well, maybe because then the only girls I could talk about would be my friends, right?
0: Uh, uh, because
1: they would know my past. They would know that it was in a ten-year, four-year, whatever relationship. And everyone else who I talk to, they don't know that.
0: Are you sharing? or Are you not sharing? About I your don't own?
1: mind, but I've never had enough of a i con- I'm also uh, very avoidant, I guess. Like I've had, again, you know, I, I don't really approach women, but I have been approached in it's not something I talk about because we never go on dates. Right? Oh. Like I've been on what, the one date that I was on. Like, I didn't... It wasn't even... I had no intentions of really... I think I talked about it with her because I had no intentions of dating her after that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. She was
1: like, oh, tell me about yourself. And I would because I was like, okay, well, this is just... We could be friends. Right. Like, yeah, that's, that's fine for a friend to know. <laughs> yeah, so I'll talk about it. But I might be able to see why that would make someone hesitant because, you know, even my past exes have talked about my past exes oh and like oh what did you enjoy with this person I'm like why did you care about them or why were you with them or how am i better
0: oh interesting and that's
1: toxic to me because I'm, I'm like i don't want to compare but you guys are different you know like right I, I, this person i cared for a lot at one point in my life right and you're the person that i'm dating now and that's what matters right but at the same time you know They're all very curious and they have to know. Oh my gosh. I'm very reluctant to share, but I I always end up sharing, which is please don't ever share. Like, if if people are asking, it's always gonna be bad. If they say they're gonna be okay with it, they're not gonna be okay okay with it. They're not gonna be okay with with it. Like,
0: I know myself well enough now. (laughs) It's like, I know I'm not okay with it, so I literally won't even ask. Yeah, that's that's
1: great. That's great because I can't tell how many times I'm like, I've been through this before. I know you're not gonna be okay with it. But then you get guilty conscience and you're like, and they tell you, "Oh, I'm different though. Like, I won't feel like that." And then you give in, and you're like, oh, "I'm so fucking stupid." Like, no,
0: and then you. they're like, "Oh my god, I was I was gonna be okay with it until you said double digits." <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> when the truth comes out.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I like, I've learned my lessons in dating. Of mm. like, I will also never really ask people like what their type is, mm. because I've I've had one person. Basically explain their type and like I didn't fit into that bucket and I was like I just hurt my own feelings. Yeah. So we're not gonna do this ever again. So I no longer ask people what their what their type is. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: actually one of my biggest pet peeves. Oh yeah. Is hearing people's types. (laughs) Really enough, I because what I've noticed is that a lot of my friends who have. These types and they're so firm on it. Yeah. like, oh, I like six foot two guys. Oh, I like really dark guys. Oh, I really like white guys. Whatever's uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. And I see them with someone that's not that. And I'm like, hmm. That's that guy's not six foot something. He's like five eight. You know, he's, like, <laughs> he's you know, he's not white. He's he's like this Asian kid. You know. Right. And right. Um, the way I see it, and I'm very similar in that way. It's like I don't know exactly what my type is mm. i just think that i'm attracted to who i'm attracted to and it's kind of broad but like if you fit a couple of or you check off some boxes it usually works out right but when you say your specific type and i only date this and not that you pigeonhole yourself into this box yeah. that no one's really asking for most yeah. of the time and then you look silly when you're not dating that type he's <laughs> like oh what happened here like i know i have friends or guys like "Oh, like thick girls and i'm like that girl's a twig she's <laughs> she's not thick by any standard you know
0: right and so why did you compromise yeah <laughs> why did you con-
1: yeah to me i'm like oh you're just not dating something you like but mm-hmm. then you realize like hey you know you didn't have to tell me that it's, it's fine like right. you just like who you like then you're gonna allow yourself to just feel it right
0: right and you don't right. need to
1: question it as much
0: yeah no for sure i also like think like i could totally be like oh, someone's from this city, I'm not going to date them. Oh, really? Literally West Side. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's like, you don't, I don't know why you moved out there. Like, maybe you like the beach, but maybe you're not like my my general stereotype of like West Side, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I like really, really try Not to pigeonhole myself. Yeah. Nor other people. Yeah. Because it's
1: a big world out there. There's a lot of people. I think two things that are very similar in that case is obviously explaining your type. And the second one would be, especially if you're younger too, is saying what you want to do with your life Mm. as far as a career. Because I feel like a lot of kids don't know what the fuck they want to do. You know? So to ask them, like, what do you want to be when you grow up, I feel like it's detrimental because you want. You're kind of pigeonholing this kid into his box. Right. he doesn't know what he wants to do. Right. Very similar, like, kids, when they start liking people, when they're young, they usually try to figure out their type. And then when people ask them, it's like, okay, let me give them an answer. I don't want to feel like I don't know what I like.
0: Right. But that's actually okay. You're right. Because I think I've always felt, like, a little, like, oh, I should, like, figure out what I like. But even when my friends, like, kind of, like, look at – The past people that I've dated, they're like, I don't, there's no through line. I'm like, oh yeah. But like generally it's just like, I want you to be like a nice person and like be like thoughtful and like, it's, it's more so like those inner qualities that I like look for Mm -hmm. when I'm like describing my type and they're like, no, but like, what do you want to look at? (laughs) I'm like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. So yeah, I think even like, yeah, you're right with career. Like there have been so many times where it's like when I'm making a career decision, it feels like this is going to be my career forever. Mm-hmm. So it almost like hinders me from making a decision. Cause I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm stuck in this forever. But now I'm realizing I'm like, people have multiple careers. I can have multiple passions. Yep. And like, it's okay to like split up your time and like, like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, even like career wise, like I'm like, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going, but I know like what I like and what I don't like for the most part. So, we'll like continue down this tra- trajectory. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's been it's been interesting navigating all of that.
1: I gotta ask you. You seem very well composed in the way you handle dating, and even just like your podcast and the way you're talking now. Uh-huh. I'm kind of curious. Do you feel any kind of imposter syndrome now that you're putting yourself up on the internet you're a person talking about i know that you mentioned earlier that who i am like you know who i was like six months ago might not be who i am today Uh uh-huh do you ever feel like oh crap i need to present myself in the specific way so therefore i'm not wrong or i'm not
0: you
1: know too concrete in the way i say things
0: so i think that like A lot of, like, the growth over the past few years has been, like, letting go of, like, what other people perceive me to be. Mm. And so even when it comes to, like, podcasting and career, like, I really try to, like, block out what other people say to me. Mm. And so they'll, like, say nice things to me. Like, I'll take that in. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that because, like, one of the guests I had on recently... I had him on previously so i had him on about a year ago and then he came on again recently and he was like oh wow like you have like really improved like i can tell like your brain is working in certain ways like you call back to certain things i even forgot we we're talking about like you've gotten really good at this and so i think like slowly but surely i'm finding confidence in my effort more mm. than like the outcome um and like mm. right seems like you listen to a lot of podcasts like one of my favorite podcasts is the huberman lab like i'm just like i'm a huberman wife like i literally (laughs) i'm obsessed with that man but
1: (laughs) i know so many girls who are it's so funny oh my
0: gosh (laughs) like did they see the shirtless video of him probably
1: the one that he's like working out yeah where he's carrying (laughs) like (laughs) like, i was like what the fuck Andrew Huberman is jacked he's jacked
0: and he's He's tatted yeah
1: (laughs) i was shocked i was like i knew the tad part because he was on another podcast where he talked about like why he wears long sleeve shirts. Oh He's like, oh, I just don't wanna be distracting. I was like, Oh but then I've also he is
0: distracting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Let's do his check though.
0: Yeah. And so one of my favorite episodes from him is like essentially how like when you're like raising kids, for example, mm-hmm. if you like continually tell a kid, like, you're smart, you're smart, you're smart mm-hmm. I think that's when they are like they tend to be a little bit more self-conscious. They even said, like, those kids tend to lie more and they don't get as far in their life because they're, like, purely relying on, like, oh, I'm smart versus the kids that you reward for their effort of, like, oh, you worked really hard at this. Like, oh, you did your best. They'll continually try hard things. And so I was raised as, like, you're smart. Mm -hmm. And so I'm almost trying to, like, switch my entire mindset into... I can like rely purely on my effort and like be confident in my effort because I know that if I work hard at something, like we'll eventually get somewhere Yeah. Um, rather than like, oh, I like outsmarted the algorithm or whatever.
1: Yeah. I'm actually very similar in that way. I, uh, you know, I always tell people I'm like not naturally talented at anything. Everything requires a lot of hard work for me to even be decent. Mm-hmm. And I have a brother who's like the opposite, just super smart. Very talented a lot of things and the way we grew up was very different you know i had to try a lot i was always in the awkward phase of everything that i did because it takes me a lot of effort to get decent Mm -hmm. and he was always praised for things without him having to really try Try. yeah yeah and i think the difference is like you know now it's if he sees a little bit of resistance it's very hard for him to overcome it yeah yeah and i see resistance i'm like oh that's another hurdle I'm like um, used to it.
0: Yeah, I'm like really trying to get there because I'm right. I fell underneath like what your brother was mm. going through of like, especially in recent years of like, oh, I don't want to try the thing unless like everything is perfect. Yeah, like everything has to be set up. I have to feel completely adequate. But now I'm realizing like, just do the thing, and like you don't have to do it well, but. At least you have like that momentum and you can always like improve from there yeah and so even right with like podcast episodes like at the beginning oh my goodness like (laughs) i was being so nitpicky i was like i can't believe i say this and that and Mm -hmm. like right all the awkward pauses but now it's just like oh let me just put it out there and we'll get better eventually and like the podcast has been like literally concrete evidence of that and so like in that way like even going into 2024 like i never used to set goals or anything Mm. but i'm finally being like oh i can set goals and i can fail at them and that's okay
1: oh it's great mindset
0: yeah
1: i'm like the opposite where i'm like i'm just gonna trust the process and hopefully gets me somewhere
0: oh oh yeah no that was me like Uh, i'm not a i don't really like plan 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 but i almost think The lack of planning is because, like, I'm scared of failure, like my Mm. fear of failure. So we're tackling that head on this year. All right. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. You you too. Hopefully
1: I get there, too, because I kind of feel exactly what you were saying. That kind of resonates like the fear of failure. Mm. And I kind of see that in myself.
0: I mean, even when you talked about, like, your relationship, right? Like Mm. how you, like, didn't want it to, quote, fail. Yeah. And so, like, that's why, like, you kind of, like, continue trying. Yeah, I think fear of failure just comes out in every single way. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah.
1: Relationships and, you know, entrepreneurial endeavors in just personal life. Yeah. I I have also, you know, uh, noticed that I'm very bad at letting go friends because um, that same reason.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But also, it,
1: it has paid off in some ways, too. Uh-huh. You know, I have had been friends with people who... You know, the situations I've gone through a lot of people will not be friends with those people again Mm. and they've understood the chance I'm willing to take on them and now our friendship is like great
0: I think like finding that balance between like it's
1: hard yeah, it's hard especially in a day and age now where it's like you can just meet a bunch of people and you can just like move on
0: yeah I'm like I have plenty of friends Mm -hmm. exactly and so like what like what makes me want to like stick around with you but Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, even with friendships, like, I go out a lot, like, I meet a lot of people, but I'm trying to be more selective with, like, who I spend time with. Mm -hmm. And, like, that doesn't mean I'm closed off to friends, but it definitely means, like, I want to be, like, very intentional with, like, Mm -hmm. those people I'm, like, spending my time with. Like, I don't have time.
1: Yeah. One of the reasons why I started this podcast, it actually is a reboot. We started in 2018 and it was a reboot because during 2020 during covid i mm-hmm. found myself going through a lot of like depressive episodes mm. and it was the first time I was, i've ever been like that i'm usually not that guy mm-hmm. i'm the happy-go-lucky guy everyone's like oh hey how you been you know like yeah but um so at that time i started doing more research funny enough i started watching andrew human a couple different other podcasts on like depression mm. and then you know the more i found out the more i would take note of things that i need to do to feel better i mean a lot of days was me just laying in bed not feeling like doing anything because that's just what comes with the territory yeah but there are times where you know i'd be like okay uh, it's good to like journal or it's good to go out and get some sunlight Sunlight. or it's good to like meditate or it's good to write the things that you're grateful for you know, mm-hmm. or, or the things that you're looking forward to, or what made you feel happy today, and what made you feel bad today. Mm-hmm. And I would compile these things that I learned, and I would post it online. Like, oh, if you guys are, I would say like, oh, just in case if you guys are feeling some type of way like I have, like try these things, and hopefully it helps you guys out. And people start reaching out to me and like mm-hmm. saying, oh, I really appreciate you doing that. Like, I felt very similar like you, and it actually made me feel better knowing that you go through it too. Now um, I'm not yeah. alone and then eventually it was like four or five accountability buddies that's what we called each other because we would check in every week like how are you doing Mm. and it the thing about going through something like depression is that you're gonna feel bad most of the time yeah but there are stints where you feel better yeah and those times you have to be productive towards you feeling better and the more you do that the bigger that window becomes um, yeah so you throw in like working out and stuff like that meditating the window becomes bigger and you have more chances to work on yourself and eventually like it it feels more like you're more normal than you are depressed
0: because uh, it's yeah. yeah
1: it still comes in waves you know right. it still happens and i noticed that the more normal i became due to all of these things that i was taking action on the last time I had to check up on all these people that oh, were my friends. Oh, yeah. Because now I'm like working out, I'm going out and hanging out with friends, I'm making plans, stuff like that. And eventually I was like, hey, you know what? Like, what, how can I reach a broader audience?
0: Right. You know? So and I was, I was, was like, oh, yeah,
1: let me start the podcast <laughs> back up and we'll talk about things like trauma and depression. And, you know, because yeah. everyone's, the reason why you get there is different. And this is something I heard from a Huberman podcast too. He was saying, like, people were like very depressed, something about, they usually go through five bouts or five things that are going on at the same time that's causing them to feel like the way they do. Mm. Whether it's like they're unconfident in themselves, they're unhappy with their family, and they're unhappy with their career, whatever it is. Mm. But no matter what that reason is, right, because it's for everyone it's different, it, the, the pain and the depression that you feel, the sadness, comes from the same place in your brain. so therefore you can't really write off a person's reason to be depressed
0: oh because they
1: feel the same way as any other depressed person
0: right whether or
1: not the reason is justified that's again you know perspective on the person
0: whoa interesting Mm -hmm. because me too like literally 2020 i was going through it and so like Even if you listen back to, like, those episodes, like, it is insane to me, like, not only, like, how far the podcast has come, but, like, how far I've come. And, like, I think, like you, like, I think the thing that I'm, like, most grateful for is, like, allowing other people to, like, feel a little bit less lonely. Like, even if I reach a small number of people, like, as long as there's, like, one, even if it's just for myself, honestly, because... Yeah, like I I'll often like listen back and I'm like, "Wow, like I'm so proud of like the growth that I've mm-hmm. done and like the hard work that I've like put in to like like pull myself out. Like at the end of the day, I was like I had to rely like on myself and my therapist, <laughs> but <laughs> it like yeah, like it was it was because of like my efforts, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I like I like completely relate to you in that way.
1: So, I just want to ask you with how you're dating now? Uh huh. Was it very different growing up and dating, being in the Korean household?
0: Ooh. So I actually like did not date at all. Middle. Oh, uh, I had like one. I had two boyfriends in middle school.
1: <laughs> hey, that's a lot more than. I thought.
0: That's that's a lot. <laughs> one lasted three days. One lasted like three months, which oh. is pretty long in middle school. Um, and then after that, like even high school, college, like I didn't date at all. And so I actually think like graduating college and then kind of like growing into myself has been like the biggest catalyst in like my dating Mm. life. And like my parents like very much encourage me to date because, well, they don't want to, they don't want me to end up alone. (laughs) But then also like, they're very understanding of, like, you need to date in order to, like, figure out what kind of person, like, you, you want to be with. Wow. And my dad especially has been very vocal about, like, don't think about what me and mom want. Like, don't think about what we think. Like, of course, we want him to, like, well integrate into our family. But at the end of the day, like, you're the one spending all the time with him. Like, you have to mm-hmm. like him. Yeah. So I think it's been very, like, helpful that they've been, like, so positive and encouraging
1: that is very positive and encouraging. yeah
0: yeah
1: so when you first started dating out of college was it weird
0: oh i was like scared shitless like yeah gr- i was not okay like before dates like i was like like having to take deep breaths and all of that which is fine but now i just i really go into dates being like i'm literally just meeting a new person mm-hmm. like let's just approach it like how i approach everything else in life it's just like just be present in the moment and like if there's a vibe there's a vibe if there's not like no attachments
1: that's really good how long has it been since you started dating
0: it's been like five years i had like a one relationship within the five years yeah so like four years of dating one year of like relationship Mm -hmm. um and then right literally my like breaks with dating where i'm like i'm so frustrated with hinge everyone's ugly (laughs) i need to delete it yeah and then I'll re-download it. Oh, really?
1: How <laughs> yeah. long does it take for you to re-download it?
0: Usually, when I like decide to re-download or delete it in the first place, like I'm like pretty set on it, and mm. so I'll, it'll be like a, two, three months. So it's not like a every week type of thing. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I definitely have friends who, like you know, like every single day they're like, "I'm frustrated. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself again?" That's yeah. so interesting
1: because you're the opposite friend of me. Where people always ask me. Yeah, you know, when people ask me like how have I been, they usually want to know how my love how life you're
0: is. Da- like, yeah,
1: are you dating anyone? And I'm like, nah. And <laughs> you know, it goes changed. on for two years, and they're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, you got nothing to update me on. And I'm like, no, I really, I really don't.
0: Yeah, we're just chilling. We're just yeah, hanging we're just out. Chilling.
1: <laughs> like, I'll tell them about other things. Like, oh yeah, I've been traveling a lot, doing this and doing that. And like, okay, that's cool, but you haven't been seeing anyone. Mm. I'm like, oh god, why is this always like the point of the conversation?
0: Yeah, yeah, and like. Right, I love talking about dating, but at the same time, like, it's like I think like shallow in ways. I'm like, you don't want to talk about
1: me. Yeah.
0: You don't talk about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: Now that you've been dating, do you ever feel, because I know you talked about it a little bit earlier, and I think I get a feel for it, but do you feel like this hard where dating's at?
0: I think I'm a very hopeful person. Mm. Like, literally, my friends are like, I cannot believe after like how many, like, quote, failed things that, like, you've maybe been through that you're still so hopeful. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, for me, like, I'm very much, I mean, more positive than negative. Um, but I also recognize that, like, there are some people out there who, like, they're just dating to feed their ego or they're dating mm-hmm. because, like, they're looking for a rebound. And so I think it's just a matter of, like, weeding those people out. That's, like, Maybe like I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe less disheartened, more I'm over it.
1: In that way we're kinda opposites swear Really? <laughs> I think so. Like uh I'm optimistic that I could possibly find someone, but I'm also like I'm okay with dying alone, you know? Oh
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, great.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that's fine. Either way is cool, so I'm cool with whatever happens, you know, and I think funny enough that's now, like the way people view me now, mm. like no one really tries to set me up on. Actually, someone tried to set me up on a date, and
0: and you just I, said no. Yeah, I said okay. no.
1: I was in the place to date, and it was um. just like a lot of high. It was just ne- have I ever been set up on a date aside from that? No, I think that was the only time. Okay, um, but a couple people have tried, and that one I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. It was just too high pressure. Oh, yeah, she because was, I think it was just a. Uh, it sounded like the other person was ready for something super serious
0: oh i see and i'm not
1: saying that i'm not ready for it but that's not what i'm going into a date for yeah you know like for me i'm very whatever happens happens yeah 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 i'm not gonna set this expectation where it's like because to me i could just go on a date and make a friend i'm okay with that yeah you know if it becomes a relationship i'm okay with that too right but i'm not going into where it's like oh you don't check off any of my boxes so therefore this is shit and like, right. I'm over it you know right yeah that's okay. scary to me yeah yeah, yeah. it feels uh, like a lot yeah I'm like I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea that's fine right especially they're like oh this person they're a Hollywood writer for like Emily in Paris and you should be I'm like oh god I'm that not- was a very
0: specific example. Yeah, that was that was. It,
1: so this person, if they watch it, they know who I'm talking about. Uh, but, but I'm just like, oh god, like they're around Hollywood and stuff uh, like this. Like I don't really, yeah. I don't really
0: vibe. No. Yeah, me too. I'm no. not a I'm not the Hollywood type.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But what do you have planned for
0: for 2024?
1: Yeah, for 2024.
0: Dating specifically or in general?
1: Both. Both.
0: Both. Okay. I think in general my main themes have been like doing things scared and mm. really like facing my fear of like failure slash rejection, like mm. head on. Cause it really bo- bothers me that like my fear of failure will prevent me from like even trying. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I've just been telling myself like, let's just do it scared. Like I'm freaking scared. Like let's just do it scared. Um, and that includes i think like like relationship and dating like i think oftentimes like i'm scared to like get into something Mm. but i'm like let's just do it scared like you're not gonna be a hundred percent like this is my person like i found my husband but like i think like giving things like a chance and a try is like worth it Mm. um and then what else i think other than that like really just like continuing like showing up as myself and like maybe doing a little bit less people-pleasing um because i tend to like right want to want to like kind of go with the flow and like be chill and all that but slowly i'm learning like how to draw boundaries Mm -hmm. and that like people won't hate me for (laughs) saying no to them which is like right irrational but somewhere in my head like i feel like i like rationalize that so yeah just like yeah just overall just like good vibes all of that
1: i'm very similar in that way too Mm. but but i'm also the guy who's like always people pleasing always down to the point where now i'm starting to notice people saying no
0: oh so i'm
1: like oh you say no i would like mark it off like okay now i have a chance to say no back to you yeah i don't know if that makes sense yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. it's like if one person parks illegally, then I guess I, I can maybe park illegally.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm allowing myself that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, nice.
1: Yeah. We're both on the same page. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to the lightning round where we ask our guests rapid fire questions or they have to drink.
0: Oh, my gosh. And Are you ready? Yeah.
1: All right. What is your biggest fear?
0: Failure. <laughs> oh, I should have that from
1: earlier. Okay. What is... Your biggest red flag?
0: Oh, um, I'm picky.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm picky. Okay, that's pretty good. What's one place in the world that you'd like to travel to?
0: Ooh, uh, oh my gosh, there's so many. Vietnam?
1: No, oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, Vietnam's dope. Yeah, yeah Vietnam's dope what is one thing that you used to be insecure about that you're no longer insecure about
0: oh i don't know what am am i insecure (laughs) about i'm literally guys i'm not insecure about anything no
1: (laughs) i'm the most secure person ever
0: honestly i think it's like insecure about being insecure
1: oh really that's interesting that's very meta it is
0: it is this came up because like remember how i said there was a guy who asked me what my what my type was mm-hmm. so i asked him back like what's your type and he's like i like someone who's confident mm-hmm. so i was like does that mean i can't like be insecure and like have like things i'm like concerned about and yeah. like things i think like I just, it just got way too deep
1: wow that's very in your head thinking it for is sure. it
0: is we've grown Yeah. We're okay now we're getting there <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's the fondest memory you had growing up
0: oh building igloos with my cousins mm. yeah i grew up in colorado
1: and so oh really yeah a
0: lo- cool. around like a A ton of family, a ton of cousins.
1: What's one thing a guy could do to make you fall in love with him?
0: Make me laugh until I cry.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll
0: fall hard. Really? So
1: you like the funny guys?
0: I like funny. I like good music taste. This is me. I'm just describing me.
1: (laughs) You're just reflecting yourself?
0: (laughs) No, literally. I'm like, oh, they work out. Like, oh, they're empathetic. No, yeah. You killed it. Yay!
1: all right i just want to say special thanks to our amazing guest hannah let them know where they can find you
0: yeah so you guys can find my podcast at b-u-l-g-o-g-i dot podcast on instagram we're on all listening platforms including youtube TikTok. We're not on Snapchat, but literally everything else. Um, and then you can personally find me at HannahKat. That's H-A-N-A-K-A-T-T-T on every single platform. And yeah, this was so great. Thank you oh, so well, much. Had a good
1: time. Anytime. You're welcome back to okay, just letting you know. okay, We gotta update some dating stories in the future. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for watching all the way through. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment below what you guys want us to talk about next time. And remember, live, live fast, fast, eat fast. Yes. <laughs>